Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. And I'm the front man of this two-man band. My name's Cody, Dragon Force Lena. I'm out here. I'm shredding the guitar. I got the drum kick going. I'm doing it all. Also, your favorite DJ and vocalist, Nick. He plays bass. He's also here. Look at him. Give him a round of applause, Wait, everybody. Are you the DJ and vocalist and I'm the bass player? And I'm also the drummer and guitar player. So you're guitar, vocal, and DJ. And drums. And drums. Yes. And I am bass. Bass. Bass only. Bass only. Bass only. Just, Honestly, I'm just double checking Nick, the, the composure of this band. Not very good at it. So you're most of Limp Biscuit. Yes. I'm just a little bit of Limp Biscuit. You're a little bit of the Limp. Yeah. So you're all Fred. I'm Fred. DJ Scratch. DJ Scratch. That's me. Bor- uh, Boreanis, the guitarist. David Boreanis from Angel. That's me as well. I'm, I'm also, also the star of Angel. Yeah, we don't talk about that a lot, but David. A lot of people are like, well, you don't look like David Boreanis. I understand that. It's not that I technically am David Boreanis. It is that he is actually a mecha suit that I got custom made in Japan that I fit in and ride, drive around. Y'all, Japan is crazy. <laughs> if you ain't been there out, if you don't think that that's not popping in Japan right now, mech bodysuit that's also why yeah. david boreas didn't really look fully human yeah and y'all you should meet you guys you should meet the real brock lesnar <laughs> not what you think not, not at all who you think first thing i'll tell you small japanese woman i was gonna say yeah it's four foot nine japanese woman four foot nine japanese woman in that suit man that's why but it's but would you want it any other way no absolutely the only not thing the tech. Is, because the suit is so heavy she can't do a lot of the Joshi moves. Yeah. And that's the hardest part to watch is that that's why the shooting star press didn't work in WrestleMania 19. Anyway, I just want, for those wrestling fans that are out there, I want you to know, like you're seen here in this space. I know you don't always, just like all wrestling, we don't always want to talk about wrestling, but when you can pepper it in, it's nice. And we like, yeah, got to sprinkle it in there. But back to my point, I'm most of the biscuit and you're a little bit of the limp. A little bit. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. That's, that was rude. You need to apologize. <laughs> you can't call someone I'm most the biscuit, you're most the limp. Or the, that's not funny, and that's not okay to tell people. <laughs> you would, I, if I were your te- if I were a teacher right now in the fifth grade, you know, the one grade where it's acceptable to listen to Limp Biscuit, I would. <laughs> so you try to tell? Is this your subtle way of saying you've been in the fifth grade for like twenty years? Never left. <laughs> Never left, dude. Never got out. No, I'm saying that's the one year it's okay to listen. Every other time, if you're listening, you know it's not okay. Yeah, you're very well aware that it's not fine. But at the same time, I defy anyone to put on the song Rollin' and not fucking get pumped to it. I just, but here we are. If you can listen to chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored water without like shame, more power to you, but you should feel a little dirty. They named it that for a reason. Like I remember I was like 12, I think when that album came out. And even I was like, yo, I know what that means. I didn't see, dude, I, I, this is maybe embarrassing for me. I just saw that album when I was like, I was like, that sounds gross. I don't know. I, I just took it literally and I didn't get it until I was probably 30, but not because I didn't get it because I never once again thought about Limp Bizkit until I was like 30 and someone said the name of the album. I'm like, wait, what? What is that album called? <laughs> see, my version of that is Blink-182's Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Yeah. Because I hear it as what it is. Take off your pants and jacket. I did not hear it as take off your pants and jacket. Like, you know, your penis. Yeah. Do use your penis. I was like, Hey, blink. Brilliant. I've, I've like had so much more respect that that flew that far under the radar. Cause like the hot dog, I think it only Nick, Nick, I think it only flew under the radar for you, my dude. No, I'm saying like, 
<laughs> I watch a lot of TRL and chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavor water comes out. Carson Daly's like, Limp Bizkit, you boys know what you're doing. You dirty boys. Hey, you guys, did you need to do that? But because it's take off your pants and jacket, everyone, in, if they could either interact with that phrase if they wanted to, or they could just leave it on the table. Like Jay Leno's not going to say it, right? He's not going to be yeah. like, did you guys, is this a penis thing? Is this a penis thing? Dude, can you imagine The Undertaker? I want to hear The Undertaker, the dead man, the final boss of WWE history, say that his favorite album is Chocolate Starfish in the Hot Dog Flavor. Because <laughs> he had that song as his entrance rolling, baby. He did. he did. So it's like, hey, Undertaker, let's see that Spotify rap. Put it out, you coward. Coward? Coward? Put it out. Let's see what, what would be it more really surprising is. If it comes out and it's like he loves the limp, which I get it. Or if his Spotify rack comes out and it's just like Christmas music and shit. <laughs> it would be wild. Either one is like, damn, that's pretty good. Folks, we are here to talk about bands. If you haven't, if you haven't already gathered, we are talking music, mm. folks. And we're doing, you know, well, it's the holiday season. You're, we're, we're on our, our little mini break, which once again, as far as realizations, way too late in life. I just thought we did this because everyone else did it to some extent. And I didn't realize like Cody's like, I would just like to not have to work over the holidays. Cause Cody, <laughs> Cause I do this part and then I'm mostly done. Sure. The posts go up sometimes, uh, but Cody has to edit, has to work. If we want this thing to be out there in the world. So it exists because I make it exist. Yes. The post-production magic that I do is very important. It is. It is very important. But we're here to discuss what is the most important part about a rock band. So we took the four main things that you need. Vocals, drums, bass, guitar, sent it to our bracketologist. They kicked it back to us and we got this final four for you right now. So we have the number one seed vocals going up against the four seed drums. And then we have the two seed bass guitar going up against the three seed the guitar. Cody, where do you want to start? One versus four seed, drums versus vocals. Dude, this is what, it makes sense that one seed is vocals, right? Bands but are often man. named after the front person, you know? Like, all the hardest bands are named after the front person. Uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, that's her band. <laughs> Britney Spears' band. Uh, Shakira, they all are named after the person, not the drummer. These famous bands, yes. I mean, John mm-hmm. Beadle, for instance. We all, very John famous. Beadle, exactly. John Beadle, Riff. very Rest famous. In peace. Pour one out for my homies. Yeah. Sorry they got you like that. <laughs> God, I hate us. I think vocals are important, but the drums, they bring the music to life. You never are playing along when you're driving on your steering wheel with the vocals. You play with the drums. I, hey, Cody, have you ever sung along to a song before? No. Have you ever sang a song in the car? That's, I would call <laughs> playing along to the song. Also, then let's flip it the other way. There's not air drum karaoke. There's not just like, hey, we have a fake drum set that makes no sound, but you can come up during a song and just act like it, you're going off in the middle of, you Nick, know, Nick, hot Nick, for Nick, teaching, Nick, Nick, you know? Nick, Nick, write that the fuck down. That's <laughs> what we're doing. We're starting air band karaoke. That sounds so much fun. Can you imagine you and four friends get up there and you just do hot for teacher by Van Halen? Okay, this is actually brilliant mostly because it should come as no surprise to people. I have a lot of rules about life and I certainly have a lot of karaoke. And one of them guys, is- Wait, wait, wait. I'm not joking. The first time we went to the Moose, Nick, we were driving there and Nick, I don't know if he consciously did it or subconsciously, but he did break down a list of like proper etiquette that I had to follow. Assuming, he assumed I didn't know it. And that's yeah. fair. But like, he felt the need to tell me like how this is, how this night is going to play out procedurally. And yeah. I respected it. One of the things that I- despise and i think most people do when they see it is when like 
four or five people go up to do a group song. You can do a duet. You can. There's two mics. And guess what? You can do in sync as a duet. There's mainly only two singers anyway. But when people go out and do bring like five people up to sing the Spice Girls, and then there's really only like one good singer, and then everyone else is kind of passing on the mic and they're all awkwardly up there. It is, I hate it so much. Let the person sing. That's what they wanted to do. And you be like, no, if you want to sing, go sing. Don't make me come up there and be your like, your comfort blanket because you're nervous. <laughs> Just get up there. It's karaoke. No one gives a shit. This is the lowest stakes that you can, that you can live in. I mean, it feels high stakes, but it's the super lowest. So, but if there was a whole kid up there. Exactly. Now I'm like, yeah, get up here. Because I, the thing I love about karaoke is that most times when people get done with it, they come off a little more confident. They did the thing that scared them. Now they're a little more confident. I think it's a beautiful thing that happened. But I also get not everyone can sing or wants to sing. But imagine if you got the chance to grab an electric guitar that is not going to make any sound. It has no strings on it. No strings. But you can just start ripping, acting like you're hitting that solo. You're Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> it's going to be ripping. so cool. Yeah, man. That would you And let your friend who is kind of a, is, I get it. I'm the asshole when it comes to karaoke. If anyone who listened to this was like, Nick, just who gives a shit? Why do you care so much? I know I'm the asshole, but then let me be the asshole singing the song. Well, my, and then everyone else can have some fun. I'm just air basing it over there. Yeah. Fucking loving every second of my life. Right. And then it's like, cool. I, you got, everyone got a little juice. I love it. Here's the thing. Vocals, arguably very fun. Like when you, like a, a good lead man, I think can make or break a band truly. But the one thing I hate watching is when the drummer is maybe just not, is, a, is proficient enough, but isn't like, a Travis Barker where they're trying to innovate in the song and they're just in that and you just see him just like sitting on the kit doing nothing just I know this is a visual medium and I'm mostly doing this for Cody but when they're I, only I see doing it. it's good. one thing and they're not like fucking wait having fun you're the loud one you're the loudest the vocals and, only loud the animal from the Muppets plays the drums right that's it that's he doesn't he play guitar he doesn't do vocals. Well, he kind of does vocals because he's radical. But what I'm just saying, you have the fun inst- like you have the loud, fun bang machine. Like, <laughs> the bang machine. It, the the vocalist needs the microphone to get his sound out. The guitar, the bass. Well, you know, if it's an electric, needs to be plugged in for the sound to get out to the people. You don't need any of that shit. You got just the go. bang. You got the bang machine. Bang, bang, bang on the. Well, drums, I feel like you so. I mean, where are you going to go with this? It's got to, the vocals are such an important part. They're the front man. I get it. They're iconic. But a song without drums is like a song without heart, dude. You need to feel that beat. You need to feel the rhythm. Okay. I, and I, I'm, I just want to like, let's assume in this rock band, because I feel like this does happen a fair amount overall, that the vocalist is also your lyricist, right? They're the ones singing the yeah. song. So they also, to be fair, I think that's, that's an important responsibility. Like in a band, if the, if the vocalist wasn't our head songwriter, I would be like, you obviously get paid less, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to say that singing isn't a talent and that it, your, your uh, voice is an instrument and you have to take care of it. But when my guitar breaks, I don't take care of it by drinking hot tea with lemon. You know what I'm saying? Like I have to re or I have to like restring it or I have to like get the, like figure out why the electrics don't work. So your thing not as big. So you better be writing songs for this band and we'll figure it out. Like we'll figure out the musical parts. But if you're just like, if your drummer is your lyricist and your drummer 
and the vocalist just comes in, lays it down on the mic and then walks out. I'd be like, yeah, we're paying Jeff less, right? <laughs> See, Nick, 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 you better watch what you're saying because you are describing the premise of this show. I understand right now. this, Cody. <laughs> I told you. For, until I learn how to edit, if there was ever a share of money in this, I would go 60-40. <laughs> I have always said that because I, resp- I understand and respect what you do. So I, but you're right. Yes. <laughs> and that's also, like I said before, I am the guitar player, vocal player, and drums. Also DJ, which we didn't put in here because Nick, it was too many. It was, well, you know, you get out of a final four. Also, I didn't want to do a 16 seed where we're like, I don't know, a xylophone in a band might be cool. I know it's okay. It sucks, but I, I'm so torn on this because I think the drums are so important. You need to feel the song, play along, like all that, but a shitty vocal. If you could have the most ripping song, if someone comes in, they're like, and I love it. that voice. No, you're out. The band sucks. Yeah. Even if everyone in the back is ripping and you're like, that's the greatest musical band ever until they sing. Exactly. I think what's tough with drums is like, like I love, like, I'm just not, I don't have as good of an ear for music. Like I love listening to music, obviously, but like sometimes you'll hear people be like, like when people talk about how great of a drummer Travis Barker is and they'll be like, well, you aren't hearing is the ghost notes, the stuff he isn't playing or like this or the fills that he has and the, and the creativity. I'm like, I don't know. Sounds cool to me. Like, I don't, Yeah, it sounds lit, dude. I, that's all I know. It's like with jazz when they're like, man, it's about the, it's the notes. They aren't playing. It's the guitar, like the rhythm, like the, the progression that he's running through. That's, I'm like, no, sound nice. If anyone says it's about the notes they're not playing, they're just a pretentious person that also doesn't understand what they're saying. That's fair. That's, it's never about the notes you're not playing. I'm not playing any notes right now. And I'm not a musical genius. I'm not. That's Fair. such a stupid. It's argument. not a stupid. No, because what they're saying is instead of playing like a basic chord, this person's actively trying to play harder. Right. So if you're yeah, skipping over something that. easy, I mean, it's, it's definitely not about the notes that you aren't playing that are hard to play. If you're not playing those, you're a coward. <laughs> they're usually in spite of like, they did the really hard thing. Not the easy thing. way to go. Them. It's about the notes. He's not playing. They're talking about me. I'm the greatest musician who's ever lived. I don't think he can. I, I don't think it's a matter of like, oh my God, it's amazing. He doesn't play it. I don't think he knows how. I, dude, it is tough because like a lead singer, this is why I get torn. I've, I've been to shows where the guy, is, the guy is the vocalist. He's the lead singer, does not play any other instruments and just fucking stands there shoegazing, singing his songs. And I'm so taken out of it. The rest of the band is crushing. And I'm just like, dude, you got to give something to the crowd. You're the, you're, the, you're the face. You're the face that runs the place. So when they are bad, I think it's worse than when you have a drummer who's like just okay and everyone else is doing their thing. Yeah. But I guess, does that make it the most important part of the band then, right? Like if I'm looking around at, at the team, do I want a great drummer like, um, I was going to say Bono, uh, Bonham, Scott Bonham, yeah. or not Scott Bonham, but anyway, Bonham, the guy who died was like arguably the best drummer of all time for Led Zeppelin. Do you want that? Or do you want Bon Jovi? Like if you have to have one to start your band, fantasy draft your band right now, what are you taking first round? Are you going to take a drummer or are you going to take a vocalist? I, I'm going to go vocalist probably most of the time. I, oh man, if we were doing just all fantasy, everything, I would probably go drummer just because I think that there's so that the difference between an excellent drummer and an average drummer is there's just less of, you know, there's so many vocalists that are next level. Right, right. I think also though, the drummer has is the one person in the group that feels like if they don't feel like they're getting their shine, can will tank this band the fastest. 
like have you ever seen like like uh like a band when they like let everyone do solos in the middle of a song that didn't really have it before like i've been to i was at a, yeah yeah, yeah. A, a lot of 80 metal bands do that like and that's jimmy on the drums and then jimmy spends five minutes just on going a, off and you're like yeah man you're good hey and like they'll be like all right jimmy and he's like i'm not done i'm not <laughs> done i'm going <laughs> although i will say for drums though there is a lot of cooler stuff uh, now Thank you to Tommy Lee. Shout out to Tommy Lee. Drum roller coaster? Drum spin upside down roller coaster? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, that was the guy from Rush that originally did that, but yeah. Sure. But I'm just like, that's, ain't no, ain't no one else going upside down to play their instrument right now. Yeah. That's <laughs> no one getting flipped up on their feet. All right. I mean, I think you're right. I think we got to lock in vocals for what's, like, you have to have a vocalist if you're going to be in a rock band. Like, someone has to sing. Right. To some level of proficiency. Yeah. Is there any band that doesn't have a drummer? I mean, there's like acoustic stuff. You know, there's people who are mostly acoustic, but like at the same time, if I'm going to a show. If I go to a show and you don't have a drum or percussion of any kind, dog. Yeah, it's just not going to rip. I mean, that's the hard part, right? Like you said, if there's drums there, it's going to rip. They got the bang machine. But vocals, man, like I said, I think what crystallizes for me is if I have to fantasy draft a band and like you give me every lead of everything that's ever existed, the, I could pick them all. I'm not going to take a drummer first. No, I'm taking a vocalist first. All right, we got to lock in vocals in. We got it. Yeah. All right. Now we're into the meat of it. Bass versus guitar. The, all the right? unknown versus the most known. <laughs> That's right. Van Halen wasn't named after their bass player, were they? Yeah. Well, wait, we're because it's two, it's the two <laughs> brothers, and I can't remember what the other brother did. Yeah, it's actually, it is. Because <laughs> both the brothers played, and one was bass, one was guitar. Yeah, but we we know it's after Eddie Van Halen. It's after Eddie, yeah, it's not, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what the other brother's name is. All right, all right, all right, all right. What is the lead singer of Van Halen's name? The Not Hagar, not Sammy Hagar, but Roth, David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth, Diamond Dave, yeah. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Sorry, I just, that was going to kill me, because I was like, that's the front man. Like, when I think of front man, that's my number one pick, is David Lee Roth. Every single time. Oh, are we picking for our favorite frontman? Mine's Freddie Mercury, but it doesn't matter. That's pretty good, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess if you had a more so. of a moment to think about it than I did, but I guess <laughs> Freddie Mercury is fine. From the famous band, The Mercury's. Uh, yeah, The Mercury. <laughs> the I, bass. The bass is, again, like the drums. They're unsung heroes of the band. You, If you have a guitar player shredded, that's awesome and excellent, but you need a bass line to drive the music forward. Like, during the chorus in the verse, the bass has got to be going. Right. You can't, Coheed and Cambry is the only band I can think of that gets away with just shredding the guitar during the chorus. Yeah, just never ending, just a never end <laughs> shred fest. That's like, I don't, I think My Chemical Romance, because they have two incredible guitarists. And so they both switch lead. And so at the, whoever's doing backup is like, I mean, I'm still going to shred in the back too. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just turned my, my, my volume's at eight and his is at 10. That's the only difference. I'm still shredding. I'm still ripping. Like, I don't, I don't need a groove line. Let's fucking go, dude. We're here to play rock music. Okay. Bass is, it is that sneaky, important part of a band that you don't think about until you see bands that either A, don't have it, or they're certainly not great. Also, when it comes down to it, if, I, if it came down to like, Nick, you get to be in a band today, what would you want to be? I know a lot of people are like, oh, obviously vocals. I'm not a good singer, and eventually people would come for me. Like, I can't live with that. I would be yeah. a bass player. Nick, think, let's think of it this way, okay? The guitar player is the French fries. French fries are always good in the band, right? Yeah. You, need, you love French fries when you get your burger. You love the French fries. It's got, if you get like, we said McDonald's is the best, whatever. It doesn't matter. All French fries have a place. Yeah. The base is the dip. Now the dip is good. You like having French fries and dip, but sometimes you take a bite of the dip and you look at your friend and go, 
this fucking dip, dog. Right. This is changing everything. Yes, yes. That's what I'm saying. You've never had a French fry and thought, oh my God, this has changed my life. But you have had a dip that's done it. Yes. And like, and as someone who's a, fr- uh, a fan of like heavier music, I didn't, you just don't even understand how important the bass is until a breakdown happens. You're like, oh, that's all bass. That is the bass doing that. That's the drummer and the bass guitarist being like, let's fuck these people up. <laughs> let's get them going. Let's really get the people going. Let's tear these people apart right now. Like, and that's a base. And I think the thing is, that's always so funny though, with the exception of the all American rejects, because the lead singer is also their bassist. I love that it, the bass is the introvert of the bass. Like we've allowed for bands to have a built in introvert spot. <laughs> I'm not saying that like that some lead singers aren't introverts or that some guitarists aren't introverts or dr- I'm saying there are no extrovert bass players. There's none. Like that is not what the point is. The bass is not even the star like of the even show. when I think of bands that are like super led by the bass player, like Les Claypool, he still seems like the most introverted person on earth. Yeah, like he, it's like it's important they understand their their value, but the, but they are like, nah, man, I'm just here to kick it. Like I'm here to be in a band because that's cool, and I'm and I want to like make us the best that we can be. Like the bass also seems like he's the he that's the guy who's also the co lyricist. Like not because he needs to be, but because he actually cares about how good this band's going to be. I feel like if you hang out with a member of a band that gets super famous, the bass player is the only one that's going to be still like a real fucking person. That's the only dude who, yeah, like can leave and go do stuff. And like, is like in town and like actively like about town doing stuff and never. Do you know what the bass player for Nirvana is doing right now? Kurt Novoselic? Yeah. Uh, Or Chris Novoselic. Yeah. He's a politician. He's just living his life, like hanging out. Yeah. No, no other member of Nirvana could do that. You know what, Dave? Because, well, yeah, one of them had to just quit because it was too big and left left a little early from life. Yeah. And, and then, then Dave, Dave Grohl is the Foo Fighters guy. Yeah. He was like, well, there's only one other spot to go. I got to go bigger. And then became Dave Grohl and became the greatest human of all time. I, but okay. I know, I know we, I know I want to believe in the bass. I know I want to believe in the bass. Code. I do. Guitar is sexy though, isn't it? Something about the guitar player. You know just it's you, it's just raw sexual energy. You know what you can't do at a party? Break out your bass <laughs> and hit that dope bass line from Wonderwall. <laughs> hey everyone, this is Wonderwall. It's nothing. It's nothing. Baby. <laughs> it just doesn't hit like that. The guitar is just. You got people flying all over that thing. Yeah, no bass. I, I would almost stand that no bass player has ever seduced a woman with the bass. <laughs> no woman's ever seen, like, you can be attracted to a bass player and be married to a bass player, love a bass player. I'm not saying that's impossible. But no one's ever seen a man and be like, I don't like him. And then he played the bass and you're like, I'll give it a shot. Uh, you know what? The guitar's been doing that for hundreds of years. The lute started it and then we just made a bigger one and we're like, that, that is cool. That is fun. Yes, let's go with that. It's, I mean, it's the one thing that it's like, I mean, it's like terrifying when you see someone who's like really shredding. Also, it's the only one, you can't put fire, you can't put a flamethrower on a base. <laughs> you <laughs> no, can't. I'm just thinking about that. And it's, I would kick you out. Yeah, if like the, if it's like, like if all of us are, if all four members of this band, right? And each one of us is like, hey, I would like to put a flamethrower on my guitar. Yeah, of course. Hit it during that solo in our song and that would be rip. And the drummer's like, you know what? I was thinking cannons bursting out big flame cannons when i just start banging it during the breakdown love that you know i was thinking as vocals what if my mic i could like what if i just started shooting flames out of it 
dude, yeah. And you hit that note, dude, yes. And then the bass like, hey guys, so then like, maybe then if we're all going to do fire, I should get it. Shut the fuck up. You get nothing. Shut up, Chris. Chris, <laughs> shut up. Chris, no. When? When would it make sense for you to have fire? <laughs> Knock it off. Grow up, Chris. And they're like, oh, okay. Thanks so much. Even Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers doesn't get fire. The only thing he, he was like, I'm going to be naked then. And they're like, that's, yeah. Okay, dude. <laughs> Fine, put a sock on it. Yeah, if that's what you got to do to make this happen for you, man, go for it, dude. But the rest of us are not handling that. So yeah, I, yeah, I think we got a lock in guitar. Guitar is, it's the most sexy instrument. Yes. I think. I, I agree. All right, so here we are. Vocals going against guitar. The, I mean, the biggest battle in a band, right? The two egos. When I saw Cobra Starship, the guitar player was tuning his thing and uh, he was, you know, just getting ready, doing a little diddle, just making sure everything was tuned right. And the lead singer of Cobra Starship, whose name is Sparta something, uh, it's Sparta something, Sparta guy. He looked at the guitar player on the microphone and said, you need to shut the fuck up. No one came here to hear you. They came here to see me. That's what I see happening here. Vocals versus guitar. Yes, this is the very, like, I, I think if you're not a confident vocalist, you're always thinking that your guitarist is your Brutus. <laughs> E2. Yeah, you are always like, this is the dude who's going to stab me in the back and is either A, wants to do vocals, wants to maybe do vocals himself, or B, is going is, is gonna to replace me. He will start the- Okay, you're out there, right? What's okay, this is us, right? You're the vocalist and you're not super confident in your vocals, but you're, you're our lead vocalist, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can kind of play guitar. I'm the lead guitar player, but I think you might be able to play guitar as good as me, but you think I may be able to sing as good as you. If we go to a studio and the, the record label's like, you need to get rid of one of these guys. Well, they're going to, will they just let me sing? Get rid of the singer who doesn't do anything. Right. Have the guy who sings about the same, but also plays guitar. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. If we got it. I was going to say, I wouldn't leave you, but I probably would. Yeah, it depends on the money. Yeah. <laughs> of course you would. Or it, it just feels like the, actually we'd kick out the bass. You can play bass. I mean, not to not to keep going back to Van Halen as as the only example for for music that's ever happened. I know other bands, but I'm just <laughs> saying they did replace it. What some would say is an unreplaceable lead singer. And I'm not saying Sammy Hagar is as good as David Lee Roth, but they still made hits. Sammy yeah. Hagar owns his own tequila. He did. They did fine. Like You're doing all right, yeah. So, but you couldn't in the same way replace the guitarist right yeah at least well, they can play the old songs well i know it's not rock music but look at any sort of pop music you can think of any like carly ray jepson for example she can replace her backup band and no one would ever fucking notice she can mix and match pieces back right. there right you could probably do it with that guy at levine adam levine from maroon five no one knows any of the other members of maroon five <laughs> that's very true you could just kick them out and say it's maroon five it doesn't matter what about okay let's go back to queen queen Okay. Cause I get, I mean, I know Freddie Mercury is irreplaceable. That's not, that's not what I'm yeah. saying. I, it's like, let's look at is Freddie Mercury as great if he doesn't have as good of a guitarist as he has, right? Someone who can go with him on all of the drama. Yeah. You need Brian May. I know Brian May is the only one I know. Yeah. So it's like, you need, you, I mean, that's why they, they are at times the, they are enemies, but they need each other, right? They are, they are the Professor X and Magneto of <laughs> music. Like they hate, they, they know that they, have to they have together. the same feelings, but they're coming at it different ways. Yes. And it's like when they're matched up, it's magic. But like if one of them leaves, it does feel like, is Freddie Mercury going to be have as much fun if he's not being as melodramatic? But then again, I mean, there's a lot of great guitarists. The, the, the Red Hot Chili Peppers have been proving this for years. They're just like, <laughs> John Frusciante is like, what is, is, is a magician. 
He's in his pedal board is like 7,000 pedals and he only needs them for like one note at a time and just knows how to rip it and keep everything flying. And then when he's like, um, Hey guys, I think I'm going to go do my own thing. They're like, all right, peace. And then they just You're go out, buy right? another amazing guitarist. Maybe it's not always the same, but at the end of the day, I don't feel like the chili, it, it, you know, it still tastes like chili peppers at the end of the day. Yeah, you notice an ingredient's gone, but you're not like... I, here's the problem, okay? I think, and this is the issue, that you can get good at guitar. Anybody can get good at guitar. It takes a lot of hard work and practice, and, yeah. and you know, it, I'm sure there's other savants that are going to be better. Absolutely, yes. I will never be Freddie Mercury. Mm -hmm. You can train and practice all you want. If you're not Freddie Mercury, you're not Freddie Mercury. Right. His voice transcends. Yeah. That's just how it is. I'm sorry. And I'll tell you, I someone, can practice. I could go to a singing class every day for the rest of my life and I'm not winning American Idol. And I'll tell you all as someone who is a bad singer, but a uh, would be in another life, a talented front man. No one cares. Like <laughs> if, if I could sing well, I would be on the voice right now. Like I had, I have what I have the charisma. I have what it takes to be on that stage. I'm not afraid. I can rip and rock with that voice when it, it's not there. It ain't there. It ain't there. No. And everyone's like, oh, that's fun. He's doing his little thing. But I've, I've maxed out my potential. It's karaoke. <laughs> it's karaoke. It's, that's the highest it's going to get. People enjoy it. But yeah, you're right. Like I can't because of the tool I have. But you're right. If I wanted to be in a band and I still wanted to like let my ego fly. The only other place we allow that is the lead guitarist. Yeah. I mean, and you could become a good lead guitar player. Do you have the passion for it? No. Yeah. Do you have the work ethic? No. Absolutely not. I'm close. But, but if you did, right. you could get there. Exactly. I, have to, I think we got to lock in vocalists because it is, there's a too much of it that's untrainable. Right. There's, there's too many intangibles. Whereas like you can have a great guitar player that has no emotion. Look at Weezer. Weezer's been making, no one in that band moves on stage. That's the running joke. I would also, I would also argue Cody, look at Limp Bizkit. He's not, he's a great, he is regarded as an actual great guitarist. He don't do much. I mean, he's like weird. He like looks. Oh, weird. I thought you were going to go look at the limp because Fred Durst doesn't have the greatest voice ever, but I, he's a showman. But he's a showman. And I, I mean, he sang that song behind blue eyes kind of nice. I liked it. You know, you could have been, we could have been the biscuit. Okay. We build a time machine. We go back in time. We kill Limp Biscuit and we release uh, chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. Un uh, don't change a thing. And we just be the limp. <laughs> you have to think though. I mean, I guess if we had the context of all of their music and we don't have to do anything, because I just can't, I could never become the character of Fred Durst enough to write a Limp Bizkit no, song. No, we, we, come, we come from now. So we have all right, the Limp okay. Bizkit albums. Because that's the we one thing. That on a thumb, we put that on a thumb drive, take it with us, kill the limp. <laughs> And we just don't even, we, we go lock our, we'll do it like this. Like we're some giant, okay, we go lock ourselves in the studio. We don't need producers. It's just me and you. And we lock ourselves in there for six months. We're eating pizza. We're playing Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. We're just hanging out. What, they think we're in the lab. No, nah, dude, we are literally just hanging out. And then we just release the albums Limp Bizkit released in order. So then quick question. Are we then lip syncing Limp? Like yep. am I singing yep. Limp Bizkit or am I limp syncing? Nope. Lip syncing. Limp syncing. We're really vanilling this shit, dude. I, if Cody, when time travel happens. Just know I'm ready for that journey. I'm ready to become the limp. I'm ready to become the biscuit, the limp, the biscuit, all of it. I'm ready for Hell it. Hell yeah. But that being said, I'm locking in vocals. It's just, you can't, you can't teach that. You just can't. And you can't teach that. All right, folks. Well, that is it for us. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want about Chaboys, a few things that you can do. As always, share with a friend, tell a friend. Uh, wherever you're seeing us on social media, make sure to like, share those posts, and then give us a five stars. That I know Christmas is over, but if you're still in that giving mood, give them five yeah. stars. Hit us with the five stars, and then 
take a screenshot. We'll give you a shout out. Just put it on our social media at Friendly Comp Pod, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Go to our website, friendlycoverpodcast.com. Go to contact. Send us stuff through there. Email us, friendlycoverpodcast at gmail.com. It's so easy to get a hold of us and be our friend. And we love and we love friendship. And uh, as always, shout out to Charizard for that intro to music. He is actually all four of these things at one time. Yeah, he is the, he's amazing, he, though. We can't all be Charizard. We all can't be Charizard. But you can go listen to him at Bandcamp. Type in Charizard, replace the vowels with sixes. That is it for us, folks. We're going to come back. We're coming back next week, full season, uh, straight ahead. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat. 